Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, The Pros and Cons of Larger Accounts. Last week, we talked about the pros and cons of getting started with the smaller to mid-sized accounts. In case you missed it, it dealt primarily with some of the smaller jobs you'll come across when first getting started. Those type accounts are not all that big, anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 square feet or even less, infrequent, as in perhaps once per week or every other week or even once a month. And finally, they can be cleaned in an hour or less in most cases. In essence jobs that you can do yourself. Today we're going to chat about some of the bigger cleaning jobs that will come your way. Jobs that may require several hours of cleaning per visit and may even require multiple times per week of cleaning. In some cases two, three, four, even five to seven days a week worth of cleaning. These jobs tend to be anywhere from roughly 2,500 to 7,500 square feet as a general rule. First, Let's start with the positives. Number one, more frequent cleaning schedules. It's pretty simple, folks. The more you clean, the more you make. So as I used to say all the time, your goal is to find the bread and butter type accounts that put money in your pocket and food on your table. And jobs that you clean regularly, as in several times per week, do that for you. Keep in mind that a small once per week job, the ones we talked about last week, gets cleaned only 4.33 times per month on average on a yearly basis. But once you get to the larger jobs that require more frequent cleaning, the math gets much bigger. For instance, twice per week cleaning jobs get cleaned 8.66 times per month. A three times per week job is 13 times per month. And my personal favorite, the Monday through Friday, five time per week cleaning account is 21.66 times per month. That's a lot of cleaning and it also leads me to the next positive. Number two, you need less accounts to generate a decent income. Smaller accounts don't generally provide all that much money. But once you start landing the bigger accounts, your income can really expand very quickly. If you ever read my bio over at Cleaning for Profit, you'll realize that once you get ahead of steam going by landing some of the larger accounts, your monthly revenue will increase in a large way. As a general rule, the smaller smaller accounts I spoke about last month may only bring in let's say 75 to 250 bucks a month while the bigger accounts we are chatting about now can easily bring in much more than that I would say on average they can run anywhere from 500 to 1800 per month you don't need to be a math genius to know that you don't need any more than 10 to 15 of accounts of that size to achieve a hefty monthly revenue stream passing through your hands each and every month. That's not a bad deal at all. And to be honest, once you get that many accounts, 10 to 15, that fits this profile, there's nothing from stopping you from doubling to tripling that income in a relatively short amount of time, as by then you know what it takes to run a business. Number three, 
it's easier to get employees to work for you. Finding employees to clean is always going to be an issue, but once you land some larger accounts, it gets a little bit easier. This is because one account can generally provide a few hours worth of cleaning for one employee, and that is what your ideal candidate is looking for. Number four, you can start selling supplies. Once you acquire larger accounts, they may need seafood, toilet paper, paper towels, among many other items that they may want you to handle for them. I would say it's about 50-50 as to whether or not they want you doing this, but if they do, it's extra cash in your pocket on top of the monthly cleaning bill you're sending them every month. Number five, they need more services done. Larger jobs tend to need more than just a regular cleaning performed over the course of a year, so they may need carpet cleaning window cleaning and VCT floor care done as well, sometimes several times per year for each service. This can easily add thousands upon thousands of dollars per year per account to your revenue stream. This is where small tiny little cleaning companies become Godzillas in just a few years when done correctly. After all, if the customer is happy with your services, odds are they would rather just cut one check to a vendor they trust as opposed to having several suppliers. The real beauty of this is that all this extra income requires no expensive marketing efforts to obtain. A simple sales letter that lets the customer know you perform these services mailed regularly will do the trick for you. Now let's move on to the negatives. Number one, they are a little harder to bid. When you start moving into larger accounts, the math you use to come up with a bid needs to be more precise. This is why I always say you need to start on the small stuff because it gives you both some experience plus a baseline to measure yourself against. With that said, it's something a beginner can still pull off. You just need to take a little more time when doing the math. Number two, there are more cleaning details to attend to. Small accounts are easy to clean because there isn't much to them. Once you start the larger jobs, it gets a little trickier. You need to come up with an attack plan that ensures you don't miss a section of the building by accident, and that's something that can happen. Number three, you may need to track supplies usage. Smaller accounts generally only require the most basic of cleaning supplies. Once you get to larger accounts, you may need to make sure that the toilet paper and seafood towels in the bathrooms are well stocked, among many other tiny details. There is nothing terribly hard here, but these type details are the ones that get missed by poorly run cleaning companies and they lead to complaint after complaint, so you want to attend to them accordingly. Number four, if someone calls out, it can be a pain. When you hire people to clean for you, they will call out, and that always creates a headache for the business owner. There's no way around it. When the person who calls out cleans a large account, it can mean that that special dinner your partner just prepared for you will have to wait to be eaten until later that night, as you must go clean it yourself for a few hours. Number five you get paid a little slower. As a general rule of thumb, the smaller the account, the faster you get paid. So if you read between the lines, that means the larger accounts tend to pay more slowly. So while those tiny accounts send you their payment early, in many cases, the bigger jobs pay you on the day the payment is due in most cases. So this means you need to manage your cash flow a little more carefully as you grow. Number six, when you lose an account, it's a big deal. Losing an account is no fun. 
and losing a big account is really a bummer. It tends to put a big dent in your cash flow, and it may even disrupt your employee situation as you may now need to let somebody go, and that's a tough one. And in some cases, it may indicate an issue in how you operate your business. The fact is, if you get large accounts and you can't keep them, you need to look in the mirror and start asking why this is happening. You can't blame the customer all the time. Number seven, you have a little more competition to go against. While the small accounts we spoke of last week are easy to land because you probably aren't competing against too many people, these larger accounts tend to attract some other sharks looking for a meal. So you need to keep in mind that you want to make sure you come across as polished as possible because the customer you are dealing with now is a more educated buyer in most cases. Odds are they will be collecting several bids for the job and you need to shine in order to land it. Number eight, you need to keep equipment at the site. I place this as in the negative column only because for beginners it means you need to part with some cash to keep a vacuum and supplies on site. Honestly, it's a small price to pay for landing a nice sized account. Plus, it will make it easy for you to hire people as your staff could just walk in and start cleaning. They don't have to worry about carting supplies around in their cars from job site to job site. With that said, now you, that you have supplies on site, you need to track their usage and make sure they remain fully stocked with their Windex and toilet bowl cleaner and all the other supplies. Plus, you need to maintain the vacuum cleaner. The vacuum is very important as it's your most expensive piece of equipment and it needs to stay in working order by changing out the filter and replacing the bags regularly. I'll finish by saying that I truly hope I shed some light on this topic for you beginners out there. While I shared a few more negatives than the positives for the the bigger accounts on this podcast, this is actually the sweet spot for making big money in my opinion. This is where I made a ton of cash and I highly recommend you aim for accounts of this size as well. Now next week I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of accounts that are even larger than these. Ones that generate several thousand to even tens of thousands of dollars worth of revenue per month. So make sure you tune in for that one. Anyway, this wraps up our episode of the pros and cons of larger accounts. I hope you found it interesting and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the contact me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you that touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.